New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, everybody. My name is Danny, and I am one of the pastors here at New Vision, and I am excited to be with you again today as we continue on reading through Scripture together um, on our podcast. And so hopefully today finds you well. Um, If you've never been with us before, what I am going to do is read the passage in its entirety, and then we will give a little takeaways, pray together. And we will go on with our day. So we're in John 20, verse 3 through 30 in the NIV translation. And so read along with me. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the stripes, the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had had to rise from the dead. The disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying as she wept. She bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They, They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Jesus appears to his disciples on the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you, if you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, Thomas also known as... Did, Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciple told them, We have seen the Lord. 
But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hands into the side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in to my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Man, such a powerful text here in John 20, as we have just celebrated the resurrected King Jesus as he has defeated death. He sits on his throne. I want to kind of talk through a couple things this morning as we kind of are diving into this text. Either it's in the morning, afternoon, at night, whenever you are listening to this. But what I want us to really look at is just this last part that kind of stuck out to me. There's many different things. One thing that is very key that I see here is when Mary goes to the tomb and she's wondering where Jesus is. And then Jesus is there. She thinks that he is the gardener, and then he says her name, Mary. And I just want you to know that Jesus knows you. He knows you by name, and he calls you by name. There are scriptures, that, there are psalms that say he knows everything about you. He knows the stars and, the, and all these kind of things, but he also knows the hairs on your head. He knows everything about you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. And so he calls you by name. And when he called Mary by name, she immediately knew this is my God. This is Jesus, my Savior. And then here at the end, what I really want to talk about is Thomas. Because many of us are Thomas. I would even say we could potentially all be like Thomas because we all have doubted at some point. Is Jesus really who he is? Did he really do what he said he did? Is he going to come through in these moments when we feeling when we're feeling alone and we're feeling tired, when we feel like we have been abandoned or rejected or just left to fend for ourselves, wherever we may be? Because I'll be honest with you, when the last time that I was with you on this podcast, I read through John 11 and it was a very, very personal experience for me when my dad passed away and we're coming up on a year this Thursday um, of my dad passing away. And as I read through this passage, I realize I have doubted so many times. I have doubted that the Lord, as he's, as Psalm says in, in Psalm thirty four eighteen, it says the Lord uh, draws near to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. And I sometimes struggle to believe that. It's like, do you really do that, Lord? But that passage in John 11 showed me that he does. Now, if you haven't listened to that, I would love for you to listen to all of our podcasts, not just the one that I did. But to go on with this, I fully believe that we can be like Thomas, where we struggle to doubt. It's like, God, I want to see those nails that have been in your hands 
and the 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 spear that has gone through your side. I want to see the wound there. I want all these kind of things. I want to see these things because then I will believe. But I love what Jesus said is blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. And he was talking about us. Because we have not seen physically him die on the cross and raised from the dead. But I also fully believe we have seen some things that he has done in the midst of our life. And what I want us to kind of think through as we are finishing up our time today is maybe you're like, man, I've never seen him do anything. I'm not seeing him do some crazy things or anything like that. And and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is there may be some things that he's doing right in front of you. But we may be doubting or we may be, honestly, we may be living in sin. Um, We may be doing some things that may not be of God that is blinding us and keeping us from seeing who God is. Now, let me be clear. Doubting is not a sin. Doubting, I fully believe, is us working out our faith and seeing and questioning and really kind of being able to process you know, the things of, of God. And I think that's good for us to do that. Um, and we see that Thomas was able to do that and it sprung him forward and believing. And um, I fully believe the Lord used that. And so I think for us, what 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 is it that maybe God may be doing right in front of us that we can ask him, hey, I want to join you in this. Because we get to rejoice and we praised him and we worshiped him and we all dressed up and looked good on Easter and we brought our family together and we celebrated the resurrected King Jesus because that's our hope above everything. Anything we talk about today, that is most important. That is at the center of it all, that we serve a king that has defeated death, defeated sin, conquered hell, and the enemy has nothing, nothing. And so that's the hope that we can hold on to. As Jesus said in, in John sixteen thirty three that in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. He has overcome. And so we can hold on to that. And so today, as we continue to read that this is the resurrected king, what may be something that is in the way? What is something that may be blinding you? Um, and typically... As I am, you know, thinking about my dad as this is the week of his uh, anniversary of his death, just thinking through, you know, God help me to to remember my dad and to enjoy those moments, but also God help me to process this. Help me to be aware if I am suppressing something that I shouldn't. Help me to be aware if I am becoming unhealthy and not relying on you. And casting all my cares and anxieties on you or all of my worries or anything like that. If I'm not casting that on you, Lord, please reveal that. God, reveal that to me. And that's kind of been my prayer. Um, And sometimes my prayer has just been on my knees where I'm just like, God, I'm here. Here I am. Here I am. And sometimes it's, it's difficult to even say that. And I don't know where you are today, um, but hopefully you are encouraged to know that we do serve a king that is resurrected and that he is Lord over all.
and that we have that hope. As Pastor Brady talked about this past weekend, that we have hope if we can push through the Fridays when it's discouraging and that we feel lost, that we can look to Sunday because the hope is there, that he has been resurrected, he has risen, and he is Lord. So don't lose hope on that. Remember the truth of that. And wherever you are today, I hope that you would lean into that. And then ask God, what are some things that may be blinding me from seeing the work that you're doing in my life right in front of me? Help me to see that. Father, we love you. I thank you just for who you are and all you do for us. God, I pray that you would just allow us to see what you're doing, what what work you're doing in our life, in the midst around us, and allow us to join with you because we don't want to ask you to join us. We want to join what you are doing, God. And we just thank you for the resurrected King, that you are Lord, um, God, and you are sitting on your throne. And so we thank you. We praise you. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.